Welcome folks to tonight's session. Tonight I'm going to be dealing with a topic entitled Power of Love. And I want to deal with this thing because I think it's something that we really do need to handle and experience when we're going to the new year. This morning when I was when I was separating myself a little bit and just getting into the Word, God led me to this one scripture and I want us quickly to turn to Romans chapter 8. And I want us to pick it up at verse 15. Okay, I'm going to let you off because it's the first, year, uh, first day of the year. But guys, bring your Bibles. Bring your Bibles and bring notepads and pens, okay? Because you need to go home and study this stuff. Alright, let's look at verse 15. Uh, Romans, chapter five, uh, Romans chapter 8, verse 15. It says this, For you did not receive the spirit of, a, uh, of bondage again to fear, but you receive the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba Father. I want you to look at this thing because it's very important. How many of you have got born again, accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? Okay. If you've accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, we have now come into a new family and we know that the Lord loves us. Amen. But look at the scripture. It says that you have not been adopted so that you go back into a bondage of fear. I want you to see that. There are a lot of Christians walking around that are held up or caught up by fear. What are you scared of? Well, let me get deal with some things. First of all, you're scared that God is not a good God. You're scared that God's not going to come through for you. You're scared that you can do something wrong and that you're not going to be able to make it. And that God is going to do something to come and sort you out. Let me tell you something. God never intended us to ever have any, any fear in our lives. If you are operating in fear in your life, we need to deal with that thing tonight. In any level. You see, because I believe that as we're going to this year, we have got to get a revelation of who Jesus Christ is and how much God loves us. If we get a revelation of how much God loves us, then we will understand that God loves us so much that He is prepared to use us to break the bondages of other people. So many times, if we've got this fear gripping in our hearts, and we don't have that as our basis or our foundation, we are scared to go and do things for God because you think you're not worthy. Come on, who's ever felt like, God, I can't go and do something or say something because I've done something wrong myself? Come on, let's be honest. Only me. Guys, we get to a situation where we are limited because of the issues in our own lives. We get limited because of this fear and we actually end up in bondage. God's saying, I cannot work in this human race unless I work through the church. I cannot operate unless I operate through the church. And so God is waiting for us to go and make a difference. God is waiting for us to take the authority that He has given us to go make a difference. But we are hindered, we are restricted because of fears in our lives. And so a lot of people have come into the kingdom and said, God, I love you, but I don't have a revelation of who you are. I don't have a revelation of what you can do. Come on, just think about it. Who's ever prayed to pray, God, I need something, and then you worry yourself the whole night and don't sleep? Come on, let's be honest. Alright? 
You say, God, I know that you love me, but yes, I want to worry anyway. Now let me tell you something. God can change any situation just like this. But He can't change it if we are causing the problem. Now if you are holding on to that problem or holding on to that fear, He can't change it. He can't move forward in your life. So God wants us to get to the place this year to genuinely get a revelation of who God is. And that God loves me. God genuinely loves me and I'm going to move forward because He loves me. I want us quickly to turn to 1 John. 1 John, it's just a few more pages on. Uh, Chapter 4. You know, it's actually very strange preaching with a Bible in my hand like this because I'm so used to the notes being typed out. Now you got, I'm using somebody else's Bible. And look here, they really do color in every verse. <laughs> Alright, chapter 4. Listen to this. Verse 18. It's a well-known scripture. I want us to see this. It says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Because fear involves torment. Now first of all, we've got to understand, if you really get perfect love in your life, the Bible says that that fear will be driven out. Now I want you to understand, the Bible says that, in Romans chapter 8 that I just read, it says that if you are born again, you are not born again to have fear anymore. You're not back into the bondage of fear, right? So what does that mean? It means that if I have accepted Jesus Christ and I still operate in fear, that means that I haven't got a revelation of God's love yet. Fair? Okay, well let's look at the next verse here. 1 John chapter 4 verse 19. Well let's go to 18. Let's finish it. It involves torment. Alright? But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. We love Him because He first loved us. So in other words, if you have fear in your life, any form of fear, fear of failure, fear that God doesn't love you, fear that you're going to do something wrong, you know, oh now I've done this, I'm now scared of God's judgment on my life, fear that God's going to leave you. It says, if you have any form of fear, then... Perfect love has not been perfected in you yet. In other words, I have not got the revelation of how much God loves me. Now I want you to know how important this is. God wants us to walk this year with such a revelation that wherever you go, God is going to lead you and direct you. And whether you have sinned or not, does not determine whether you are going to do something for God. As you go, I want you to understand that the fear does not exist in your vocabulary. It does not exist in your life. You need to get to the place where I know like I know that God's going to come through for me. I know like I know that God loves me. I know like I know that God wants to use me. Let me tell you something. If you go look at the guys in the Bible, none of them were perfect when God used them. Come on. Go through them. David was an adulterer. 
Okay, these are the big boys. Let's just take some of the big boys. Moses was a murderer. He killed somebody. Okay, who else messed up? Okay, Jacob. He stole his brother's birthright. In fact, the word Jacob means supplanter, scalar, muhu, thief. That's, his, that's what his name means. Okay, so I want you to understand that God can use you no matter what your situation is. Because of this one line. Listen to this very carefully. We love Him because He first loved us. In other words, it has nothing to do with you. Your good or bad, right or wrong, does not determine how much God loves you at all. God wants us to get to the place where we can honestly flow in a love that is going to break the yoke of bondages off us. How many of you would like to be totally fear-free? Come on, totally fear-free so that you can do what God tells you to do. That when the devil comes, you can laugh at him and say, (laughs) Sorry pal, I'm already in love. Okay? I understand love. I understand what God's love can do to me. You know, one of the guys who really understood this was Paul. Paul used to kill all the Christians. He got radically saved, but he makes a statement in Corinthians and he says, I have done no man wrong. Meanwhile, he had killed a whole lot of oaks and stuff. But he understood that when he repented, God forgave him everything. He did not have a fear that God was going to judge him. He did not have a fear that something was going to be um, taken from him. He knew that God was going to sort him out wherever he went. I want us to sit down tonight and make a decision. Say, God, give me a revelation of your love. Give me a revelation of who you are. How much you love me. Because when I understand how much you love me, I'm able to set your people free. I'm able to go and bring light where there is darkness. And if I make a mistake, I just go before God and say, God, I'm sorry. And not worry about that there's going to be a consequence of whips and lightning and everything else coming. God loves us so much that He wants us whole. He wants us to move with power and might. I want us to turn to the last scripture for tonight and I'm going to explain where we're going. Now let's go to 1 Timothy and I want to show you how this connects. 1 Timothy. Alright, I found 2 Timothy. I will get to 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1. Sorry, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 7. Now everybody knows this, but I want you to see this very carefully. Timothy chapter 1 verse 7. For God has not given us a spirit of fear. Now how many of us know this scripture? Come on, we know this. But listen to the thing. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power 
and of love and a sound mind. Right? Three things. Power, love and a sound mind. Now, I want us to go and do a test. You do not realize how well fear is hidden. Fear is not always blatant. Fear is not always that you're having a panic attack. Sometimes this is subtle. Sometimes it hides away. I want you to know, the Bible says, you either have fear, or you have power, love, and a sound mind operating. If one of those are not operating, power in your life, love in your life, or a sound mind in your life, I want to guarantee you that there's fear hidden behind that. So we're going to have to do a check. In your life, if you've got a situation where you're not seeing the power of God moving in your life, I want to tell you right now, go check for fear. Go check for fear if you're not seeing the power of God. Sometimes people have come to me and said, listen, after the power of God moves, I see a miracle, I see a miracle, and suddenly I don't see anything. God's not answering my prayer. Who's ever had that? God's not answering my prayer. I'm not seeing something happen. Well, I want to tell you right now, the reason for that is because there is fear operating in your life. You've got to get that fear out of your life. (coughs) See, the Bible says that fear and love can't be in the same place. Alright, the second one is love. Look at, the, look at love and see, are you operating out of love? Are you unconditionally loving people and caring for people? If you're not, I want you to know that it's based in the fear again. If you don't have a revelation of God's love for you, it's based in a fear. So I want us to know that we have got to work on getting out this fear. Okay? We have got to get this fear out of our lives. And then the third one, which is the most critical one, is a sound mind. How many of you have ever felt like you're confused? Okay, I'm not talking about the fact that you're blonde and that you like, you know. I'm talking about, have you ever felt like you're not sure which way to go, I'm confused, or I'm not even thinking right? Ever had that? That means that you're not in your sound mind. And so what does that mean? It means that somewhere there is a root of fear that's still operating in your life. If you are permanently confused, you must understand that there is a fear that is hiding behind this thing. So your first check is this. Do I have power operating in my life? Love operating in my life? And do I have a sound mind? Am I making logical, rational decisions? Is it easy for me to make a decision and move on? Or am I totally confused and I don't know where to go next and what to do? Listen, there's been times when I've sat down and i said, Listen, I don't know where to go. I'm totally confused. It's almost like, and we've, Janine and I have had times when we sit down and we go, We actually think we're losing our mind. Have you ever made that statement in your life? Where you go, Yes, I'm really not sure what's going on. I wanted to tell you, there is a spirit of fear that's trying to grip you there. Behind that thing is a fear thing. Okay? And you need to start dealing with that fear thing. Now, how do I deal with that fear? Well, let me tell you something. The first thing the Bible says is that perfect love casts out fear. Okay? Now let's use a father-child relationship. My child will fear me if they've done something wrong. They want to hide away. They go, oh yes, he's good. We look at 
They don't want to go and talk to me. They don't have that freedom to come to me. Same with us and God. You've done something wrong. Adam and Eve did it from day one. What do they do? We were scared of you and we hid. Remember? If you know your father loves you so much that no matter what you do, there is no difference in his response to you. It makes the world of difference. So your first element is this, is God loves you and He wants to drive that fear out. Say, God, I thank you that you're going to drive this fear out. I want that revelation of your love in my life. The other way that God uses that love to operate is where if you're married, your spouse can actually heal you. Why? Because that love of a spouse can be so intense that it actually flushes that fear out. Real love flushes that fear out. I want you to know that if you genuinely, unconditionally love somebody, that fear starts getting driven out of their lives. If you've got a rebellious child, or you've got somebody that is not on track, let me tell you something, you keep loving them and you'll see the change. You know, somebody came to us and said, listen, they've got, a, they've got a grandchild that was very rebellious and they didn't know what to do with this child. And this child is very manipulative and very rebellious and very difficult. And so we said, all you do is love that child. Don't correct the child, don't do anything. Just keep loving the child and you'll see what happens. And you'll, you'll hear, report after report, the more we love, the more the child changed. I want you to know that God wants us to start flowing in a supernatural love for one another. Unconditionally, just love the person until God gets hold of them. Because once that fear is gone, they come into their right sound mind. Once that fear is gone, they'll be in their sound mind and they'll make the right decisions. So I want us to go look at this in our own lives. How much fear are we operating in? Have you got a fear of the future? Have you got the fear of what's going to happen in our nation? Have you got a fear of what's going to happen with your children when they educated? Do you have a fear of what's going to happen in your career? Do you have a fear of just security? I mean, there's so many fears when we start going down. Do you have a fear of rejection? Do you have a fear of, you know, what tomorrow is going to bring? Just understand, there's so many of these things that are hidden. But God is saying, let us get a revelation of who God is. Because this is the power of love. The power of God's love will flush away any fear in our lives. So that we can actually go and do what God called us to do. Let me tell you something. If we don't deal with this, we are going to be limited in what God has for us to do. We are going to be scared of what somebody's going to say, fear of man. We're going to be scared that we can't do it because we're not worthy. We're going to be scared of all things that we don't trust God. How can I go and do things for God if I don't even trust that He's going to move through my life with power and signs and wonders? So I want to challenge us tonight. Do a checklist. God, is there power operating in my life? Is there love operating in my life? Life, And is there a sound mind in everything that I'm doing right now? If those things are in place, 
then you don't have an issue of fear bugging you. If they are not in place, I want us to go sit before God tonight. Go home and think about this and say, God, this year, give me a revelation of your love. Because if I have a revelation of God's love, I'm going to care for people. Come on, God is going to raise up men and women that are going to take cities. Men and women that are going to break bondages of people's lives and get them to the place where they are free so that they can be in the place that God has intended for them. See, God has intended something special for each one of us. But we have got to get there. And I'm dealing with the hindrances tonight. I'm saying, come on, let's break these hindrances once and for all of our lives. Let's stop these hindrances that stop us from doing what God has called us to do. And one of the biggest ones is fear. And so when I was reading this scripture in Romans this morning, God spoke to me very clearly and He said, so many of my people have got born again, but they're actually scared of me. So many people have accepted me, but they're actually scared. And they're back in bondage again. Because they don't know me, and they don't know what I can really do. I want to make this statement, I want you to understand this. you understand God's love for you, really understand it, and you really trust Him, you will give Him permission to work in your life. But if I sit down and say, God, please help me, and I'm so full of fear, I've cancelled out that prayer. That fear will stop God from operating. Because the Bible says, where I have fear, I cannot have the genuine revelation of love. And so if you sit down in a situation ever and you get into a place where you're panicking or there's fearfulness, say, God, give me a revelation of your love. Let me see how big you are. Let me see how great you are. And supernaturally, God can change that situation around overnight. I want to tell you that we have seen miracle upon miracle upon miracle of people's lives radically being changed overnight. Situations radically changed overnight when we genuinely trust God. When we genuinely allow God to work in our lives and in that person's life. So tonight I want us to sit down and say, God, give me a revelation of who you are. Give me a revelation of your love so that I can be free. So that I can set others free in Jesus' name. Every head bowed and every eye closed. Lord, I thank you that as we come into this new year, God, I thank you that we are going to be free in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for the power of love. Lord, I thank you that as we understand how much you love us, we are going to trust you. But Lord, right now in Jesus' name, I come against every single spirit of fear. Lord, every single torment that has gripped your people, every time when we sit down and think that we are not good enough to do something for you, every time when we are scared of you, Lord, right now, come against it in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray that you will give us a revelation of who you are, a revelation of what you have done for us. Lord, I pray right now that we will truly have a revelation of God's love on our lives. Lord, that we will be men and women that will operate with power. Men and women that will have a sound mind. Men and women that will operate with a godly love. 
Lord, I thank you that from today, Lord, there is going to be a new level of anointing flowing in our lives. Lord, that there's going to be a new level of deliverance flowing from our hands and our mouths. Lord, I thank you that when we lay hands on the sick, we can trust you. Lord, we love you so much and we know that you love them so much that they will be healed, that they will be set free, that they will be delivered in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, right now, every single person who has had a limiting factor because of fear, Lord, I break that right now in Jesus' name. I come against the spirit of fear and all of the torment that has come with it in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you that we will be able to sleep peacefully knowing that you are in control. Lord, that we will put our trust in you and our circumstances will be changed right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I stand in agreement with every single person at the sound of my voice, Lord, that is struggling with something right now. Lord, I thank you that by the power of God we can trust you. Lord, we call on your name and I stand in agreement with them right now to turn that situation around. I release the anointing. I release the power. And Father, I thank you right now by the blood of Jesus Christ and the word of their testimony. Lord, I thank you that every single person will have a testimony of knowing the power of God operating in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name, I thank you for these breakthroughs. Amen.